What's up, everybody? We are back again. Episode 9 of Outside the Squared Circle. I am your host, Frank Nares, joined with me by the other host, Dennis Ragland. Dennis, how you feeling today? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited. Real excited. Good I am too. Coming up. Great boxing coming up. Uh, you know, guys, before we get into everything, remember, as Dennis always likes to say, like, subscribe, share, you know, tell your friends about us. Uh, we can be found on YouTube. We can be found on SoundCloud, um, Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. Remember to like us on Facebook as well. Uh, just punch in outside the squared circle in the search bar and you will see us there. Uh, now that we got that out the way, Dennis, we have a big, big weekend um, of boxing here. Obviously, uh, the legend Manny Pacquiao is coming up against uh, a prime Keith Thurman. Before we get into predictions, guys, what we want to do is kind of break it down step by step before we get there. Um, Dennis, the question I want to ask you is, do you feel like Manny is in a place where he's kind of in a win-win situation? And, and almost to a degree, is Keith Thurman in a lose-lose situation? And what I mean by that is, if Keith goes in there and beats him, they're going to say, oh, well, well, Manny was old, right? Um, but if Manny wins, they're like, wow, he got Thurman's only 31. He's still in his prime. Manny's still got it. This, you know, add another feather to his cap. And he's kind of in win-win because if he loses, oh, Pacquiao was old. But if Pacquiao wins, this is the greatest win since who knows what, right? Do you feel like there's a little bit of that going on going into this fight? I, I really do. Because I just listening to fans and the way they're talking. The people that are going for Manny Pacquiao, are, they're saying, oh, Manny still has it. Oh, Manny, Manny's going to be able to pull one out. So when you say that, when you say Manny's going to be able to pull a victory out, you're already setting yourself up to say if he doesn't pull it out, oh, he just was past his prime. You know what I mean? Nobody's saying, oh, Manny deserves to win because he's just a better fighter. People <laughs> just hoping, you know what I mean? People just hoping he can still pull one out on Thurman. And Thurman is supposed to win. So if Thurman doesn't win, People can say, oh, Thurman was, they, uh, he just wasn't what we thought he was. Uh, he, he's washed. Oh, we seen the last fight with um, Jose Lopez when he got hurt. He has he isn't as good as he people thought he was. That, that's that's what's going to happen. And it's a lose-lose for Thurman because Thurman has all of the pressure, all of the pressures on Thurman to do what we think he's supposed to do is to be the prime guy win. Right. I'm seeing a lot of that as well, and it actually bothers me. And the reason that it bothers me is because we've seen Manny Pacquiao still be able to compete and beat guys that are at the top level of boxing, right? I, granted, it, it, I don't think they've been world beaters, but to do what he did against Lucas Matisse, I don't think it was a small feat. Granted, I favored him in that fight. Lucas is a little bit past it, but the fashion that he won in, he goes in and wins pretty much every round against Adrian Broner. At this point, not the biggest win, but a good showcase fight before a fight like this. Um, you had him. You you have wins over Jesse Vargas. You have what what was a win for me over Jeff Horn. That's becoming more debatable for whatever reason. But I scored that eight to four for Manny in pretty convincing fashion. So in my eyes, I it, it, he looked like the same you know Manny Pacquiao that fought Floyd Mayweather. And I think it's unfair for to 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 box Keith in like that to say that, oh, he's supposed to win because we've seen this guy fight and beat really, really good fighters, even though Manny is past his prime. And, you know, it causes for a larger conversation that we won't have today. But I think what people have to realize is that being past your prime doesn't mean that you're washed. You look at someone like Floyd Mayweather, he wasn't in his prime for really most of the time he was a pay-per-view fighter. You know what I mean? He, he, was, he was past his prime. It doesn't mean you're a bad fighter. It just means you're not at your peak anymore. And I think people kind of misconstrue being past your prime with being a shot fighter. You know what I mean? 
Um, and this, this, some of these guys can beat guys past their prime because their B game is good enough to win. Yep, exactly. I mean, and, and that just adds to my point. Like, Manny's B game has been enough to, to beat a lot of these dudes and even be favored, you know, in Vegas over a lot of these dudes. Um, but cool. So moving on, let's start really breaking this down, um, you know, uh, I guess stat by stat here. Let's start with what HBO used to love to do, the story of the fight. If you're commentating, what would you what would you say is the story of the fight for Keith Thurman versus Manny Pacquiao? Uh, I would start with injuries because that's something I want to talk about. I want to know is Thurman healthy? I want to go from the injuries and I want to make it a comeback story on how Thurman overcame surgeries on his elbow on uh, two two years long um, out not fighting. I want to build on how he's coming back to fight from injury, to make it, to, to prove that he is still the top welterweight in the world. Uh, Manny Pacquiao, this is simply an old warrior mm-hmm. showing that he's still the top guy. So it's an old, it's a, it's a old warrior versus a, a young, injured, hungry lion. Ho- hopefully he's not injured anymore. Hopefully he's still recovered, because that, that's on an, I'm, I'm, I really want to know, is Thurman 100%? So, yeah, I th- oh, go ahead. So, with that being said, that's my storyline. I want to. Uh, it, it's the the young the young warrior trying to prove we still got it versus the versus the old warrior trying to show that he still has it. Yeah, and I think mine's pretty similar. Before I get into mine, I did want to hit on on something that you had mentioned. The one thing that Keith has done a lot in this build up is say, "Well, you know, I got hurt against Danny Garcia. That's why I couldn't really go for it. Mm-hmm. I, I I I got banged up in in the build up to Sean Porter." But I still gave it my all, and I still got that win. And that's great. That's awesome that you can battle through injuries. But, and he, I mean, even he said he got hurt against Josito Lopez. I think Soto Karasi mentioned there was some sort of injury. But when you, it, like I said, it's it's great. You're a warrior. We applaud that. But it's worrisome that you get injured in almost every fight that you've been in. That, to me, shows me that your body's breaking down. So it's good to say, yeah, I, I had an injury, and I fought through it. But... Eventually, your body's just going to give in, and it's you're not going to be able to fight through it anymore. You know what I mean? It's one of those things how we talked about Paulie Malinage. We knew you are going to break your hand, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Is that a situation that going in, could that happen to Keith Thurman? Because you can, yeah, sure, say you fought through him, but you need your body to not get hurt so <laughs> as often as it has been. Um, but my story of the fight, it leans a little bit more ke- towards Keith Thurman because not just with the injuries, but with recency bias— if you just saw Keith Thurman's fight against Josecito Lopez and you only saw Manny Pacquiao's fight against Adrian Broner, you would think Manny was going to steamroll this guy, right? So for me, I think this fight is going to be more telling about Keith Thurman than it is Manny Pacquiao. We know what we have in Manny. He's not the same guy he was in 09 and 2010 to throw a thousand punches and try to get a guy out of there. He's become more of the boxer puncher, the more conservative fighter, but still a good boxer nonetheless. So we're going to get that. But are we going to get the Keith that that fought Sean Porter, that really went went for the knockout? Are we going to get a guy who looked really good against Danny Garcia? Or are we going to get a guy who almost, you know, looked good for the most part for, for a couple of rounds, almost got knocked out against a maybe B-minus gatekeeper type? And that's no disrespect to Josecito. He's an awesome fighter, but it's clear that he's not an A-level guy. So, like, which fighter are we really going to get? And... That's what I think a lot of people struggle with in terms of making the prediction. So for me, the story of the fight is 
Will Keith be able to do what he did against Josecito Lopez if he does get hurt? Josecito, uh, Manny is not Josecito Lopez. Even in today, today's version of Manny, if he has you hurt, he's going to go for it. He may not get you out of there. We saw it against Jeff Horn. He hurt him bad, and then the flurries come. Mm-hmm. That's, it's a tough storm to get out of, and I'm curious to see what happens if that does happen. Um, so let's start breaking it down bit by bit here. Let's, let's I, got start. A, I got a question. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. If Thurman gets hurt like he did against Josecito Lopez against Manny Pacquiao, Will Manny Pacquiao be able to seize the moment unlike uh, a host of Lopez did? Man, and that's that's such a tough question. And I think it's tough for two reasons. And and it's one, just like we mentioned, Manny's not in his prime anymore. If we're talking 09 Manny, yeah, he's, he's getting anyone he hurts out of there, right? But we don't really see that. And I don't think they tried to play the whole killer instinct thing isn't still there. I don't think that's the case at all. I just think he's lost a step. He's lost a little bit of speed. He's lost a bit of power. That's what happens when you get older. It happens. Um... But the one thing that that's that's certain is Keith Thurman knows how to fight hurt. This is a dude who doesn't have yeah. the, the best of chins, but he certainly doesn't have the worst chin either. He, he, he can take a shot because he doesn't go down when he gets hit. But he, we've seen him get buzzed before. But you can tell whether it was sparring or whether it was just because he's been fighting his whole life. He's been hurt before and he knows how to fight through it. And I think you combine those together and my... My inclination is that no, Manny would not be able to get him out of there just because of those two things combined. What do you think? I don't think he would because I've seen, I've, like I said, I've seen Manny hurt people and he go, the flurries come and he start, and he, he has him on the ropes and he's throwing all of these combinations. But after that, he kind of leans back off of the step and he takes it easy and he's like, you know what? I'm going to win this round. I'm going to make this a winning round, win a uh, 10-8 round. He doesn't say, you know what, I, I want him out of there. Now, you say you don't think it's killer instinct. I really feel inside of him, he doesn't feel like he has to do that anymore. I mm. think I feel like he he ha- it feel like he has the name. He has the credibility. He has the stature to say, you see what I did to this guy? This round is mine. I don't have to go do that level. But when young Manny Pacquiao, he he, he was establishing <laughs> himself. He was just, no, he's trying to put himself out there to say, you know what, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat this guy. So you know what I'm capable of. That's what I think it's a little bit of. Right. And so then obviously that's more of the mental side of things. Do you also think, let's say like your point, it, I mean, cause one of us are right on here. We kind of have opposite takes. Yeah. So it's one or the other, but let's say you are right. Do you think it could also be that, Hey, I am also older. So I might punch myself out if I fully go for it this round. And if I don't get him out of here, I'm done for the rest of the, for the rest of the fight. That could very well be with it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. He, he's he, in his mind. He's thinking I'm conserving myself. So I'll try again later. So I'm not going to go ahead and shoot my low. Uh, right. That definitely could be. So I, I can see that 100 percent being the case. But whatever it is, he doesn't necessarily go and try to do a guy like Miguel Cotto. He doesn't say, I'm going to I'm just going to blow through you. Right. Absolutely. I totally agree there. Um, so let's break it down here step by step. Let's let in. Let's start with the footwork, because that's obviously one of the most, if not the most important thing when it comes to a right handed fighter versus a left handed fighter. Um who do you think gets the nod with footwork between Keith Thurman and Manny Pacquiao? Right now, I, I'm, I'm in love with the way Keith Thurman is able to fight off his back foot. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to play a big part in this fight. He's able to fight off his back foot while counterpunching. That is Manny's weakness. Manny, like with Manny, if you watch the Manny and Adrian Broner fight, when Adrian Broner actually threw his hands, 
surprisingly, when he actually threw a punch, <laughs> he was able to counter me. Right, he was able right. To do that. If if Keith Thurman is able to fight off his back foot while Manny is studying doing his bounce jump in, if he's able to just stay up, fight off his back foot, counter Manny, make him pay when he misses in those flurries, I think that can be a, the huge uh, factor on Keith winning these rounds. Yeah, no, I I agree with you um, to an extent. I don't know. It, th- this one was a harder one for me to break down because their footwork is so different. They both try to do different things in the ring. Just like you mentioned, Manny is very in and out, very bouncy on, on the ball of his feet, whereas Keith is usually lateral movement or backwards lateral movement, you know, trying to create those openings for counter punches. And I feel like they could both be executing their game plan at the same exact time with their footwork, but not necessarily winning that round, if that makes sense. Like Keith can be on his back foot while losing that round, but then the next round, Manny could be moving forward. Like the same thing can be happening, but Manny could be losing that round. I just feel like their game plans are going to be so different, but very much so made for each other. You know what I mean? So I think if I had to give the nod to it, I think I would give a slight edge to Manny. And the only reason is, is because I like his transition from defense to offense just a little bit more. The thing with Keith, you said you worded it perfectly. When he's on his back foot and he has that rhythm to counter punch, it's beautiful. He's going to land clean shots. He's an accurate fighter. But I think he could potentially struggle with someone who's going to keep coming forward like that. He's going to land his, his counters against him. Manny can be countered. We know that. But I think... Um, we have seen in the past as well him lose some rounds with people coming forward. I think most most notably was the Sean Porter fight. Granted, Manny doesn't fight exactly like Sean Porter, but he's going to be someone that's going to continue to you know to move forward in. And I think his transition from defense to offense um, is just a little sloppier than Manny's is. I, I think he's he's one of those guys that is he's not just one or the other, but his transition isn't necessarily smooth. If that makes sense. <clears throat> With that point, I would like to say one of my big, unless you want to bring this up, one of my biggest fears about the fight for Keith Thurman. One of my biggest fears is when Manny's coming forward mm-hmm. relentlessly, Keith Thurman, he, <clears throat> what he has a tendency to do is drop his right hand and get caught. Yeah. I'm really afraid that he's going to drop that right hand and Manny's going to come in, boom, boom, and then he's going to get hurt and then Manny Flores is going to come and then we who, who, know, who knows what will happen from there. But that's that's one thing I can to your point I, I I can see you giving that to get that edge to Manny Pacquiao because Thurman drops that right hand a lot. I hope he worked on that. Yeah, that's the one thing we saw really big in the Josecito Lopez fight as well as the Sean Porter fight is that he has a tendency to sometimes instead of moving laterally, so like diagonally from his opponent, mm-hmm. he'll move straight back with his hands down. Yeah, like and that. He, yeah, yeah, and, and he's like, wow. Yeah, granted, Manny's. Manny is the shorter fighter. He doesn't have as long of a reach, so he's going to have to do a good job getting inside. So, like I said, he's going to be open to be countered, but I give that slight edge to Manny there. Um, Moving on, let's go to hand speed. Who do you think has the edge in hand speed? I think Manny Pacquiao has the edge in hand speed. Uh, His his, his foot speed has slowed. Yep. But he he still has the quick, the quick flying hands. He still has that. That's still there. Like they say, they tell you on one of the uh, last things to go on the um, on the, on on a fighter is punching, mm-hmm. and 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 Manny still has that. Manny still has the ability to, to have fast, quick hands. Keith Thurman has those quick little um, uh, uh, um, jabs that he throws. 
He has those quick, you know what I'm saying, uh, counters. He, he's he's quick, but I don't think he's faster than Manny Pacquiao. So I had to hand speed go to Manny Pacquiao. I agree. I, I I definitely edge it to Manny Pacquiao there. I also think combined with his hand speed, the one thing that gets overlooked that he's been uh, been able to do over the years, and this has really been the reason why he's transitioned from like an all-out offensive guy to more of a boxer puncher very well, is because he sets up his shots very well too. So while he does have really, really fast hands. He's also fainting. He's also throwing, you know, punches that don't really mean anything just to give you a different look before he does throw the punch he really wants to throw. And I think you couple all that together, and I definitely um, give the edge, uh, well, at least combination punching hand speed. I think one like one shot, I think that's about even. But then when you talk about the different combinations they can throw, I think Manny gets definitely gets the edge there. Um, so let's talk about power. Now, guys, everyone listening, the one thing that me and Dennis will always say, just being fans of you know uh, boxing the way that we are, usually in these big fights like this, power is thrown out the window. It becomes who's the better boxer. But I think in this fight, these guys can actually both, they have a chance of both hurting and knocking each other out. So I think this is going to play a little bit more than the usual, you know, really big, um, you know, uh, big fights in the past. So Dennis, who do you think has the edge in power here? Um, well, no disrespect to Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao still has power. He still hurts guys. He still he still buzzes guys. But I think Keith Thurman has the edge in power. And the reason why I say so is every fighter that Keith Thurman has fought, if he has not dropped them, he has damn sure hurt them. Mm-hmm. He has de- we we've seen it from we've seen Danny Garcia, who Danny Garcia has a really good chin, and Danny Garcia shows that he has a lot of durability. Danny Garcia was was uh, pretty gun shy in that fight because of what he's receiving from Keith Thurman. We never seen I never seen Danny Garcia just not get off and let go like he usually does, and that was because he was respecting the hell out of what Keith Thurman was giving back to him. Yep, we seen him drop Josito Lopez. We seen him. We seen him buzz Sean Porter. We seen, and this is and I said and I bring these guys up because Keith Thurman motto used to be. One time KOs for life, right? But as you climb that ladder and you fight tougher competition, the guys that are just as elite as you are, it's gonna be hard to get those knockouts. It's gonna be hard to hurt guys. But he still has consistently done it. He still has consistently hurt guys, even though he's climbing the ladder of that welterweight division of the best guys. That this this is as good as him. So that's why I say he has to have the edge and power. I agree. I agree with every point that you said. And then just really to top that off, Keith is the bigger guy. He He's the natural welterweight here. Um, you know, Manny has fought at welterweight for, I mean, what, 10 years now, just about. But he's still not a natural welter. He's, I mean, he can make 140, I think, very Good. easily. If he really wanted to, he could probably make 135 still. Um, but I think his natural weight is more 140. So I definitely give the edge to punching power. And I think probably pretty clearly to, uh, to Keith Thurman. Um, so I think the last thing, unless you want to hit on another, uh, point, just kind of the, in, in the categories, who do you think has the better boxing IQ between the two or just think, like ring generalship, kind of like that combined, you know, again, what they can do in the ring altogether. Manny Pacquiao is not a dumb fighter, right? But I think Manny Pacquiao is more his ability to what he can do physically his athletic ability, mm-hmm. and Keith Thurman always like Keith Thurman always says, "Smart fighters win, dumb fighters lose." Mm-hmm. Keith Thurman is a thinker. 
He's a philosopher. He, you can see he's thinking inside of that ring. Like he, like he was saying when he got hurt with the body shot, he could have went down and took an eight count. But like he said, if I go down, I have to get back up. So why even go down? He's a smarter fighter. He, he uses his ability to think in that ring and, and pulls out victories. Like you see when Josita Lopez, when he got hurt, he didn't do this. Like what most what most of the guys would do was try to prove they ain't hurt and try to throw back some shots. He didn't. He used his brain. He was smart. He moved and moved and moved, and then he held him. He got his he got his composure back, and then he and then he took control of that fight again. Keith Thurman is a smart, intelligent fighter. He finds a way to win. And when Sean Porter was was on him left and right like a tight T-shirt, he found a way to create that space, create that movement because he outthunk him. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I think that those are very fair points. This was another one that I really struggled with just because, kind of going back to what I said in the first point, their styles are so different. So it's hard to say, you know, or distinguish between the two. But I think I'm right there with you. I think I would give the slight edge to Keith Thurman in Ring IQ just because the one thing that we've seen consistently in Manny Pacquiao's career, and that's not to say that Keith Thurman will do this in the fight, but we we know Manny isn't that good on the back foot. The times that Juan Manuel Marquez had a lot of success, the times that Eric Morales had a lot of success was when they were the aggressor and pushed him backwards, right? We have seen Keith Thurman fight forward, fight in the pocket, and then fight moving backwards. So I think he has a little bit more all-aroundness to his game. And just like you said, that's not to say Manny is a dumb fighter. Just like I pointed to earlier, he sets up his shots beautifully. He, you know, he feints wonderfully. His footwork is great. He does, but he's not a textbook guy. And that's, that, that, that helps him, but it also hurts him. And that's why he's a hittable guy. And I think Keith is going to be waiting for those openings. And I think Keith will, um, you know, bait him to certain things to see if he can set up some shots of his own while he is on the back foot or when they're, when they're both in the middle of the ring. So I, oh, and then to add to that point, you said something that I wanted to touch on as well. I think athleticism kind of goes into that as well. And I think you guys can kind of hear my tone and see where I'm going with my prediction. But I think it's been a little while since Manny has fought a better athlete than him. You know, he, he's, you, I mean, he's a very athletic guy. Granted, he's, he's 41, so he's, or 40 or 41, so he's on that downslope of athleticism. But he's an, even as of recent, he's still been the better athlete in the ring. And I think, you know, Keith, that's the, you know, his big thing. He's a very athletic welterweight. And I think he's going to use a lot of that to his advantage being the younger guy, and that kind of goes into the generalship or ring IQ portion of it, where he's not going to go out there and try and prove a point and just get shot out of a cannon and try and knock him out in the first five rounds. He's going to let this fight play out. He's going to let his game plan unravel and, you know, do what he uh, do what he thinks he has to do to win the fight. I agree um, with that. Any other points before we start talking about possible outcomes and then ultimately our predictions for the fight? Uh None that I could think of. I asked you the question I wanted to ask for injuries. That, that was the main thing I was concerned about. Uh, what do you, how do you believe he would perform if he was healthy? I, I, do you, I want to ask you, do you believe Keith Thurman is healthy? I think he is, man. I don't know if you got a chance to see the weigh-in. I think it happened maybe about an hour before we just started recording this. He looks good. That, that's that's the, the best shape I've seen Thurman in. Yeah, really that I can think of. He looks cut up. He looks good. It's obvious that he's laser focused. So there's no, there's certainly no signs of injuries pre-fight. I'm hoping his body can hold up during the fight. Do you feel the same way? I do. I seen him. I seen him all cut up, his six pack and everything. 
he looks he looks like he took this serious, which is good. And I think he knows what's at stake. I think he knows that he has to win this fight, not just to prove he is who we say he is, but if he wants to go further and he wants those Crawford and those Spence big money fights, it's gonna they can they can say, Hey, I am the I am the king of this uh Baltimore division. He has to win this one. I think he knows that. So one of the points, um, like I mentioned, I, I forgot it earlier, but I think it's it's perfect to bring up now just, you know, based on everything that, that we've talked about. Um, and I, I wish I can give credit to the person who said it, but I don't remember who it was. But they brought up a good point that could this be Keith Thurman cashing out on his career with the injuries that we've talked about? And he's been injured, you know, pre-fight or even during fights. And that's maybe why he didn't take another tune-up fight before fighting, you know, Manny Pacquiao. Do you think that could be it? That this is, whether he wins or loses this fight, he's viewing this as, hey, this is my my last fight or at least my last cash-out fight, so I'm going to go for it? You know what? That's an interesting point. And I, I was listening to Keith Thurman interview, and he said something that interested me. He said, um, I want to stick around a little bit longer. I took this fight because he said he wanted to show that the real that the old Keith Thurman is back, that he will be here and that he won't disappear in us again. He promised to stay in the media. He promised to stay letting us see him, and he promised to stay active. With that saying, with that that mindset, I don't know if behind it behind that he's really setting up a, enough money to leave, because I think that he knows he's gonna st- I, like when I, when I listen to that. For me, saying I'm gonna stay active. I'm here. I'm gonna let you guys know the old guys here. I'm letting you know that I'm going to fight a few more times and I'm going to disappear. I think, I mean, that's what I take from that because I don't necessarily go, oh, he's going to be here forever. He said that now. I think (laughs) that, you know what I mean? I think that he's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be in here. I'm going to let my face known. I'm going to take a few more fights and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to disappear into the sunset. That's the way I look at it. I think that is very possible that that's what he's doing. Uh, because and it's not because he doesn't want love boxing anymore. It's not because he's got married and he's in love. And he doesn't care. It's just because, like he said, he said himself, his he said he's been, he was he was disappointed because he said his career has not gone the way he's wanted to. And then you you listen you look at a guy and say, well you you are uh, the only um, unified undefeated welterweight. What do you mean? And he's like with injuries, trying right. to clam. Like, if we know clamming back from injuries, if you ever had an injury. That's one of the most difficult things to do because your body is not agreeing with you. You can't work as hard. You're in the gym, you're sparring, you're getting hurt. You're doing, you're running, your body's not giving you your all. When that is, your body's not cooperating with you, the hardest thing to do is to compete in a combat sport. So that's why he said his career has not gone the way he's wanted it to go. So with that being said, I think his mindset can be, you know what, I'm not going to be here for 10 more years. So I'm going to do what I can do now and disappear. Yeah, and I'm I'm right there with you, but I, like I said, I did think that was a really interesting point because usually that's something that me or you would think of, and I feel like that kind of went right over both of us, and it's probably just because we were very excited for the fight. Um, but cool. So before I before we get to our actual predictions, I want to talk about possible outcomes. I'll give you what what, what I think, <coughs> you know, what, what I think those could be. That way, that you can kind of use that as an example, whether you agree or disagree with me. So the way I I see the fight going, I think. If Manny Pacquiao was going to get a knockout, I think it would be within the first four rounds. I think he would have to catch Keith Thurman kind of cold, um, you know, and then get him out of there. I I think on the flip side, uh, a knockout for Keith Thurman is going to have to happen a little bit later in the fight. 
He's a little bit slower up. Well, granted, usually in the first round, he comes out really fast, and then he slows down in the next few rounds. He's, you know, then he starts to really gather data on his opponent to see what, what he can do against him. And I think the the outcome for him getting a knockout would be Manny being frustrated later in the fight and starting to really press the action and force things and then getting caught. Um, I also think the longer the fight lasts, I do think the worst shape that Manny will be in. Guys, I, like I said before, I think you guys are, are leaning, or you guys can kind of see where I'm leaning with this fight. But I think if the fight goes to the cards, I think um, because Keith is one of those guys that, you know, he doesn't throw the most amount of punches. I wouldn't even say he throws a lot of punches for a welterweight, but when he lands, you know he lands. He's kind of like Canelo in that aspect. Not that they fight alike, but that when he lands a punch, it's crisp, it's clean, it's, you know what I mean? The other guy's head snaps back, like, you know it landed. And I think those type of shots are going to be what um, ultimately resonates if this fight does go to the cards, and I would think he would be favored on judges' scorecards. What do you think possible outcomes can be? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Or, or what's your take on that? I think possible outcomes will be this. I'm a little bit flipped to you. Okay. When I'm seeing Thurman drop guys and hurt guys, it's always the early rounds. Uh, when it's the Linda Bond dudes, he, it was early. It was mm-hmm. the Jose Lopez. It was early. He's always hurt. He's always dropped and hurt guys early because his power is still at, 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 at his most. It's you not know, saying so he throws those crisp, sharp, hard punches. And he's he's not wore down from backing up and getting beat up. Uh, and he's he's not injury like you said. He always has injury. He's not injured by that time. So I think if Manny's, I mean, if Thurman is gonna get a knockout, he needs to go on there and go, be aggressive and get it right away. He's like he's to come out there like Jeff Horn, pour himself all over uh, Manny and try to hurt him, get him out of there early. Now, with that being said, if the fight lasts longer. I think that Manny Pacquiao has an advantage, not because we've seen Manny Pacquiao lose to lesser names. We've seen Manny Pacquiao lose to uh, uh, Jeff Horn. We've seen Manny Pacquiao lose to Timothy Bradley. Although I had him winning those fights. The longer the fight goes, if Thurman body doesn't hold up and Manny Pacquiao is just pouring himself all over, I think we can see a very uh, close decision by Manny Pacquiao. Not to say that Keith Thurman can't win a decision, it's just that I don't know what I'm working with when it comes to Keith Thurman's injuries. So I think man, I think Keith Thurman needs to go in there and get Manny out of there early. KOs for life. Yeah, and you know what? My prediction was was based on him being healthy throughout the whole fight. As much as we talked about injuries, it completely slipped my mind that he might get hurt in this fight. But no, I think you're head on. If he does get hurt um, in the mid-rounds or even in the early rounds, it's going to be a long night for him because – with as much as we said about how good his footwork is, the one thing he really doesn't have is elite head movement. I'd say he has above average to good head movement, but he's still there to be hit. He he, he gets hit, and, and, you know, he has a good chin. But, yeah, I think if he gets hurt, I think it's going to be a very long night for him. So I wouldn't be mad if the, um, you know, the game plan is for the first four rounds, really sit down on punches and try to get this guy out of there. Um so I think I, I think it's time, you know, to make our predictions. I think we broke down the fight as much as we can. Um, do you want to go first or should I? I go first. Okay, go um, ahead. I'm gonna say it. It's gonna be a. Uh, I think it's gonna be a very close split decision. Keep Thurman. I don't think it's gonna be unanimous. I think it's gonna be close. I because because of their style. Style make fights. The style that Thur- like I don't know if Thurman has seen. A Manny Pacquiao, fast speed, in and out, on him all night. 
he's seen a guy that's slowly trying to chop him down like Porter, mm-hmm. and the way he's able to counter punch and move, and Porter's not as quick as Manny Pacquiao. I don't think he's seen that. So I think he's going to have to think himself out of this situation. And I think he can think himself out of the situation if he's healthy. And because of that, I'm going to go split decision, Keith Thurman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going I'm going close decision for Keith Thurman as well. The way the way I see the fight playing out is very early. Really early through the mid-rounds, I see it being more of a chess match. But the one thing that we do know from these guys is that when they get hit, they want to return the favor. So we're going to see some firefights all throughout you know, this fight, it, it's going to be, if Manny lands a straight left hand, Keith is going to throw a big overhand right, right back. Now, whether they, that one lands or not, we don't know, but that's, that's what made the Marquez Pacquiao fight so great is that when one guy got hit, they needed to get you back. And I think we're going to see a lot of similarities with that. Now, I think at around round nine, around 10, <clears throat> you know, we're going to see Keith, Keith Thurman's youth and athleticism start to take over the fight. And I think he's going to start landing the crisper, harder punches as Manny Pacquiao. Um, I don't know if he'll be tired or not. You know, you can never predict someone's stamina or, you know, uh, their their wind going into a fight. But I think he's going to start getting, getting frustrated a little bit later that Keith maybe isn't uh, you're fighting in the middle of the ring at all times and kind of mixing things up. And I think from there on in, Keith, you know, will, will really begin to, I don't want to use the word take over because that's a little strong, but he'll start to, to kind of peak above Manny in, in those rounds and um, I'm seeing like a seven to five Keith Thurman win. Um, but just like you said, I certainly wouldn't be surprised if, if Manny wins on a judge's scorecard. I wouldn't be surprised if Manny wins on my scorecard. You know, these, these guys I think right. are made for each other in terms of their fighting style. Just like you said, styles make fights. The one thing I will say as well, and I, I mean, we talked about a little bit earlier, but there is some recency bias here. Uh, with Keith Keith being out of the ring for two years and then fighting Josecito Lopez and having two really bad rounds against him. But when you take that fight out of the equation and you look at their last maybe six fights, Keith has looked more impressive over that span. You know what I mean? We saw Pacquiao struggle against a Jeff Horn, even though I had him winning handedly, he still didn't look good against Jeff Horn made it tough for him, right? And you you had him get caught with a lot of really good right hands against Timothy Bradley in their third fight. Same thing with Jeff. He caught him with a lot of really good counter right hand. So, like, that right hand is there to be landed against Manny. And I think Keith knows that. I think Keith's going to set that up. And I think that's the shot, you know, in the later rounds that, that are, that's going to help him prevail. Um, so, we're both picking Keith Thurman here. So, obviously, that means Pacquiao is going to knock him out in the sixth round. <laughs> so, guys, don't don't put any bets on Thurman. Usually, when we both have someone, uh, we're, we're wrong. But um, I'm expecting a great fight. Um, so... Kind of moving on, we're, we're not going to be too long-winded on the other fights. Um, you know, we'd be here forever if we did that. But I think the next fight to talk about uh, is a fight that I'm really excited about is uh, Ugas versus Figueroa. You got a guy in Ugas who, you know, early, a little early in his career has had some clear losses. But then he's kind of started to ascend. He fights Sean Porter in a fight that a lot of people thought he won. You know, it, it, it claimed him a lot of merit. Um and now you got him fighting a guy, Omar Figueroa, who has a lot to prove. This is a dude who, who misses weight consistently, a guy who, you know, was hyped up on the PBC train and has never really lived up to it. So I think he's looking at this as his chance on a pay-per-view card to really, you know, beat up. Uh, I mean, some people have even gone as far to call Ugas the boogeyman right now, not, not including Spence, but kind of that guy that maybe not everyone wants to fight at the moment. How do you see that fight playing out? Do you favor Ugas? Do you think it's a walk in the park? Do you think Figueroa gets him out of there? What do you think? I think I'm going to, this is going to be a great fight. 
uh, this is going to be a fight that both of these guys, I, I don't see a whole lot of moving away. I don't see a whole lot of <laughs> I think these two are going to bring it. But yeah. I think oh, it's levels to this. I think I think Figgy is one level above him. Because Ugas, I, he gave Porter all he can handle. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think because I think you have to fight sometimes crazy with crazy. And I think that's how you can beat a guy like Ugas. And I think Figgy has that uh, ability to go in there, uh, uh, take his punches, give his punches, and, uh, uh, and outpunch a guy like him. And I think that Figgy's going to be able to go out now and out, out, just outpower and outfire this guy. Wow. Yeah, see, and I, I have the exact opposite prediction. I think because Figueroa is such a firefight type of guy, he loves to mix it up on the inside. And, I mean, we saw Ugas really nullify that against Sean Porter. Sean didn't really want to get on the inside, and we tried to get on the inside. He got caught with big shots. Like, if Sean Porter didn't have the shin he has, he would have been knocked out a couple of times because he got hit with really big shots. And I think, and, and it could be some recency bias on my end or just him not living up to my expectations, but I, I, I thought Figueroa was going to be better than what he's shown me. You know what I mean? With the hype that was behind him, with his fighting style, I'm thinking this fight, Ugas, late TKO. I don't think he'll, Figueroa will Ooh. go down at all, but I do see either the ref stopping the fight or the corner stopping the fight. I, I, I think he's going to take some really big shot, but I'm excited for it. This is a fight of the year candidate I think we have on our hands with that one. That's going to be a really good fight. Um, Absolutely. So I, moving on, I mean, this is one I think we're both going to call pretty easily. I would be shocked if, if we have a differing opinion on this one, but Caleb Plant versus Mike Lee. Uh, Caleb Plant, a guy who, you know, busted on the scene, uh, winning uh, really convincingly over, how do you pronounce his name? It Itsugetsi? I forget... I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he had a very good performance against him. Uh, he's had another good performance. I forgot who he fought after that, but Caleb Plant looks like he is the real deal. Um, going up against the guy who a lot of people are calling a hype job at this point. You know, a guy who got on some commercials earlier in his career and you never really saw him fight again. Um, but versus Mike Lee, how do you see this one uh, This this one stacking up? Well, I'm going to go with every, the way everybody's went, and it's not because everybody went that way. It's just because that I think that Mr. Sweet Hands is he's a better fighter than Mike Lee. Mike yep. Lee though, is a live dog though. This is a uh, this is, listen. This is an undefeated guy who ha- doesn't know how to lose yet. So that <laughs> right, you know what I mean. His determination is going to come there winning the fight. He's not coming in there to say, oh, okay, uh, Caleb is a better fighter than me. I'm going to lose. He's coming there to prove that he's just as good a fighter as him. But I just don't think he is. That's just it's just simple. I don't think he's a better fighter than Caleb. Caleb is a total package in that man. And I got to lean with Caleb uh, Sweet Hands Plant. I agree. I agree. I think this is a pretty easy fight to call. Um, you know, Caleb Caleb is just the better all-around boxer. If we were to break it down how we did with Keith Thurman and Manny Pacquiao, he, I think he would win every single category. Mm-hmm. Some pretty convincingly. For me, I'm thinking mid-round knockout for Caleb Plant. Um, but in, in an entertaining fight, just like you said, Mike Lee is going to be there to fight. He's not... He's not there to lose. He's going to come in to win. But I also, I ultimately think because he won't be in there to survive, that's what's going to get him knocked out. Um, so last but certainly not least, uh, Sergey Lipinets is fighting a replacement opponent. Um, this is something that me and you, before we started recording, we were pretty upset about because the way we talked about Ugas and Figueroa being a fight of the year candidate, this was 100% getting ready to be one of those fights that, you know, 
it has the potential to be like a, a Gotti Ward type of war. Uh, Sergey Lipinets is fighting. He was supposed to fight John Molina, but um, he backed out this morning due to I think he's, you said he threw out his back. I think was the official statement. Yeah. Um, so he's fighting now a guy Jair Inson, if I'm pronouncing his name correct. Guys, I don't have any insight on this Jair fella, and that's no disrespect to him. I just have never seen him fight before, so I have no insight on the fight. I am excited to see Lipinets back in the ring, but I did want to touch on this fight because I'm very disappointed that John Molina, you know, I, I hope it's a legitimate injury because for you to pull out the, the day before the fight, you know, right as the weigh-ins are coming in, that's... That, that, that if you're not really hurt, I think that's some pretty bush league shit. But I'm really hoping that is the case. But I'm excited to see Lippin gets back in the ring. What were your sentiments with John Molina pulling out of this one? You know what? I have I had a back surgery. I have back injuries. I know back problems. Yep. If his back is legitimately hurt, you can't fight, man. You can't fight with a bad back. It's not like a leg or arm and say you got another one. We can we can you can't strategize around a bad back if your back is going out. You can't stand. You won't be able to throw hard punches. You're just there to get hurt. So if it's true, it's unfortunate, but you got to do it. Now, I don't. I want to know, this is the thing with back. Has he always had that? Because back pain don't just come out of nowhere. Right. What did you do to hurt it? Have you always had back pain? Have you been hiding this back pain? I, want, I have questions that, that maps out to this. Like, so... When did the back pain come? Were you trying to lift in the gym? What like what happened? Something had to happen to, to have back pain to like slip a disc or something like that to say you throw your back out. Something had to happen. You you know what I mean? Like uh, yep. if you leave if you leave it to Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson fought with a broken back. <laughs> <laughs> Spinal. Spinal. Mike Tyson <laughs> fought with a broken back. So I want to know what did you do to hurt your back, man? Let me know. No, for sure. That's hilarious. Guys, I mean, that, that's everything from us. Just to recap, we both have Keith Thurman. Uh, we're on opposite ends here. I have Ugas. He has Figueroa. Uh, we both think that Caleb Plant's going to win uh, convincingly in, in an entertaining fight. Um, and then, obviously, we're both just excited to see Lippin gets back in and disappointed that Molina can't, you know, what wasn't healthy enough for the fight. But, guys, that's everything from us. Um, I'm going to get this out here as soon as possible. So if all is well, you're going to get this the, the day before the fight. If not, you're going to get the morning of. So listen to it beforehand. Do not listen to, don't listen to it afterwards. Cause then it's going to, we're going to sound even dumber if Manny just blows him out of the water. Um, but guys, you know, like subscribe, share. Uh, thank you guys for listening again, uh, outside the squared circle on Facebook. Remember to subscribe to us, whether that be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple playlist, or SoundCloud. Um, that's everything for me, Dennis. Any last words before we get out of here? Make sure y'all pound that like button and subscribe. Share it. Share it to share it to people who don't even like boxing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want y'all to do. Absolutely, guys. This is episode nine. Well, really, like, I mean, we have a ton of episodes, but since the comeback, this is episode nine. Um, so thank you guys for listening, and we will be back next week to, you know, give our thoughts on the fight. Let's see if we were right. Let's let's uh, break it down from what we see. All right. Till next time. Peace.